in your face all over the place we're online 24 7 24 7 you're listening to the hottest internet station yes you are 919-530-7449 919-530-7449 we're repping the mighty eagles of nccu we're audio and i'm shamai cook i'm gonna be with you for the next few uh minutes i will say uh for an hour and a half about just about uh, tell you my opinion on the latest hot topics in the world of sports, pop culture, politics, and news here at NCCU. On today's show, I'm going to give you a recap of the NCCU um, Eagles football team beating the Tennessee um, Tech Golden Eagles in a close game this past weekend. Also joining us here live in studio, NCCU's Mr. NAACP, Sabian Kelly, joins the show live. I'll give you a recap of the NCCU Men's basketball team defeating Montre on Sunday. And Larja Pippen uh, broke her silence about dating Michael Jordan's son, Marcus Jordan. And B. Simone says she doesn't shower every day. Uh, fans have reacted to that. And I'm going to give you a preview of tonight's game versus uh, NC Westland, uh, the women's, the Lady Eagles take on NC Westland tonight. That's all next, right here on What's Hot with Shamai Cook. Let's go. Five, four, three, two, one, zero. Let's start the party. And the party has started here on NCCU Audio Net. I am joined by the great, the great Mr. NAACP here at NCCU, Mr. Sabian Kelly. Mr. Sabian Kelly, welcome to What's Hot. How you doing? Man, I'm doing good, Shema. I appreciate you having me, man. How you doing? I, I am great. Thank you for coming on the show. Yes, sir. Um, we just got some news about our great... Uh, you were talking to me um, during the the break, um, during our little intro here. You were talking to me during the little intro that our our great Doctor Heath is leaving. Man, that's that's hurtful, man. That's, yeah, that's one of the, the best guys on this campus, man. Probably the best advisor we got on this campus. Man. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah. uh, it's it's something. He's a something special here yeah. on to, on this campus. Um, but you're here to talk about some um some things about NAACP. Yes, sir. Yes, uh, so so what are some things? Uh, first of all, how did you get into NAACP? Let's let's start there. Got you. So uh, like we just talked about Dr. Heath, man, he was the advisor of NAACP, and um, 
last year around the springtime, I was kind of looking for something else to get involved in on campus. Okay. You know, something that I could I could help with the community outreach and you know help reach other people as as well as help others. You know what I'm saying? I just not just do community service, but also just be there to actually help people. So, gotcha. you know, I felt like NAACP was a great uh, organization for me to join. I got the uh, offer from Al- the president, Alejandro, and, man, it was just like, yeah, I got you. Let's go. Let's get this ball moving. Uh, talk about your relationship with Alejandro. Man, it's uh, that, that's my president. So let me say that. We are definitely business partners, man. We do. We are in a lot together. We're in a fellowship together. Man. Okay. We're in NAACP together, the Matt together. We do a lot together, man. Um. It's, me and him had a shaky relationship, man. We had a, we've had a very shaky relationship. I'm always be real, mm-hmm. so I ain't gonna ever lie about it, man. We had we've had a very shaky relationship. Sometimes you know, sometimes we let our attitudes get in the way, man. Yeah. Instead of letting business run with each other, you know what I'm saying? Nah. So that's that's what I'm trying to change in, within the NAACP. You know what I'm saying? I think everybody, you know, a lot of people on campus has a bad outlook on, on NAACP, not Alejandro himself. And so, you know, we're just trying to, I guess we argue a lot, man, because, you know, we want the best for each other. And not, not only that, for our programs as well, man. So that's that's one of my that's one of my, my best business partners. But, you know, we just have shaky terms, man. You know how it goes. Now, what what are some things that you guys get involved in with NAACP? So, yeah, man, uh, we, we are very heavy on voting, man, like voter registration and voting, man. That's something okay. that we, we focus on a whole lot because... Especially with with the votes that just you know the voting that just occurred okay. just a few ago a few weeks ago, you know we want we want to focus more on state state uh, elections more so than the big election itself because all right when we elect these state officials man we want we want to have the right people in office that's that's wanting to support and help us so that's a big thing um, another program we have would be our housing program man so there's a lot of a lot of uh, problems that happens on North Carolina Central's campus of course. And one of those big problems is housing, man. You know, a lot of people, they filled out their housing late maybe, but they're junior staying in freshman dorms or maybe. Oh, wow. Yeah, maybe they're like 20. I know in one instance there's a 23-year-old that was staying in Eagleson. What? A, yes, man. A 23-year-old staying in a, That's in a crazy. whole dorm full of freshmen, 17, 18-year-olds. You know, it's just like we got we to gotta focus on how to how we get people the right housing, not only that. How do we get better housing as well? Because a lot of people weren't able to come to campus this semester because housing was so scarce. And from what I understand, it was first come, first serve this year. So yes, it was. We definitely, yeah, we definitely got to get uh, get out of that because you know the people that's already here, we, you know, the retention rate is a big thing. So housing could play into that. You know what I'm saying? So, so if these people that's already been here for three, four years aren't getting good housing, then you're not going to keep these students that's not that's not able to live comfortably and go to school and get their education. So. That's a that's a huge focus that we're we're trying to push definitely for the spring semester as well. Um, I have a program that's called the Youth and Criminal Justice Program. Okay. So as you know, I'm a teacher at CC Spalding. Yes. And man, my biggest thing is trying to help our youth and help them, you know, grow, help them prosper. And so at CC Spalding, you know, you know that's a, that's very it's like a very low ranked school. For that for those who don't know, CC Spalding is the elementary school behind Mary Towns um, parking lot. And so that school is the lowest ranked in Durham in the whole county. Oh. And one of the lowest ranked in North Carolina overall. And so, I'm go ahead, you're fine. Go ahead. No, no, no. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yes, sir. So, man, the Youth and Criminal Justice Program it focuses on getting youth, you know, away from the streets, away from these gangs, away from away from a life that that they have been seen and and shown their whole life. You know, don't know no better from right or wrong. Honestly, so 
we're trying to we're trying to basically build their future, help them help them create a future, and help them you know go far in life. So with the Youth and Criminal Justice Program, it's just a program where where we take them on their free time and and we work with them on their on their time that they you know are away from school because we're not there. So we're trying to help them deter them away from the streets and deter them away from all the bad that's around them. And that comes with being a young black male or female. Now, you know, there I was talking to super uh, deputy superintendent uh, Nakia Nakia uh, Hardy earlier uh, last week um, for another show that I do for WNCU. And she was saying that there was a teacher shortage in Durham public schools. Man, and it's bad. It's very bad. We it's it's to the point where we're sure on subs. Oh, you know, wow. There's not even subs to fill in for those teacher vacancies, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And the biggest thing with that comes the pay, of course. Yeah. Everybody knows, understands that teachers don't get paid a lot in North Carolina. And we're one of the lowest-ranked states of teacher pay. Oh, so wow. Like, yeah, we're, we're very much at the bottom. And don't get me wrong, Durham Public Schools is probably one of the highest-paying counties in North Carolina. So for us not to have teachers... And our retention rate to be down that bad, that speaks a lot on the state itself and but, the pay we get. And I also just saw in the newspaper, uh, was it yesterday, that the Durham Public Schools got 18 or $8 million. Yes, sir. So uh, hopefully that can draw teachers in yes. Yes. Uh, to see, like, oh, them, that money is coming to, you know, going to, yeah. going to the, the, the district and maybe so, could go to the, the higher pay. Exactly. That's that's totally true. So I definitely like That's definitely true. Um we're trying to, the biggest thing we're trying to do, I know for CC Spalding, of course, we're trying to get a lot of students, you know, okay. in, the, in the education building, because I don't think that they kind of understand how much money is on the table for them. Not only that, how much opportunity is on the table, man. Uh-huh. Like, like, I've been, I started last, I want to say last April or May, man, I went from being an after-school uh, group leader to a, a substitute to a long-term substitute mm-hmm. to actually having the position you know, and then I'm an after-school coordinator now so, okay yeah so I mean it's 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 fast man it's fast it's a fast little rank up process if you know what you're doing if you know you already got your qualifications and everything which all of our students will have that because school of education is a real good it's a real good um, school for people to get their masters and their bachelors in education and learn a lot about education now what make made you want to get into the education field Man, I saw I saw myself in a lot of these kids, man. So we went to an event with the Mac. Okay. And it was um it was one I'm gonna say my freshman year. Okay. And man, it was one of the coolest experiences getting to just getting to be around kids, you know, that that look like you. You know oh, what I'm saying? Wow. That you can see mm-hmm. yourself in. Because I got a nephew, man. My nephew's nine years old, man. I do every I raised that man. And so and I call him a man because he's a young man, you know. You <laughs> I like that boy, mm-hmm. you know. But man, I raised I raised that young man. So man, just to see just to see how much me being in his life helped him. Mm-hmm. That's what I want to do for others as well because everybody doesn't have that family member that they can go to that family member that's there for them. So sometimes it takes a mentor or another male or somebody else that they may look up to outside of outside of you know their household okay. to you know help them and guide them and, and make them better. You know, just keep them on that right path in life because kids you can't say make them better let me let me correct myself you can't say make them better they're not doing anything wrong but you want to guide them into where they're having a great lifestyle where they're able to do everything they want to do and live out their dreams so you want to be able i want to be able to you know help them and guide them and be there for them because i know when i was a kid sometimes i needed that myself sometimes i wanted that myself and so it really does help especially for young black males as well 
Now, now, what educator in like your education, like receiving your education in any any uh, level from elementary, middle, high school into uh, now collegiate, what educator inspired you to get into that field? My uh, kindergarten and fourth grade teacher. So, my kindergarten teacher, her name is Miss Perkins, Miss Annette uh, Perkins, and I'm from Winston Salem, by the way. So she taught, uh, she teaches in Winston Salem Forsyth County Schools, and she's still a current teacher as well. Okay. But Miss Perkins, man, was the coolest teacher I ever met in my life, man. She um, and it was a white lady. That's what's crazy, you know. Um, she uh took she took the time, you know. She always she wasn't always so stern, always so strict, and she and you could tell that she cared, man. Like yep. she just asked me certain things that most teachers won't even ask their students just to see where my head is at or how I'm feeling and make sure I'm doing good. So. She took the time out for me, man, not in kindergarten for sure, because I was definitely shy. I did not talk to anybody. I don't. I didn't like talking. By the by, the time fourth grade came and she was my teacher again, it was just like she helped me. She just helped me excel even more, because man, when at that time, you know, we're focused more on on math and ELA and stuff, yep. trying to learn actual things to do. So, um, she just helped me excel ten times more, man. She helped me keep my brain. Keep it motivated, you know. She helped keep me motivated overall, man. It was just like I met, I had met that teacher that that wasn't just there for that year, or wasn't just there to see me do classwork. Mm-hmm. She was there to see me prosper and see me do great things in life. So that's one person that really, that's one educator that really, you know, touched my heart. Now let's go back to uh, NAACP. Yes, sir. what's next? Um, we got we got a lot of events planned up next semester, definitely, especially in the spring. Mm-hmm. Uh, what we plan on doing, like I said, is about that housing first, man. We're definitely trying to get that, get a push for housing, better housing, of course. Uh, another thing we want to try to do uh, as an organization, because our outreach is always going to be helping our community and helping our public. Okay. So what we want to do is also work on parking, because oh wow, you yeah. know we do a lot of community events, but we try we're trying to a little bit focus on campus stuff as well too. So we're trying to we're trying to get students together, and it takes unity with our students, man. Like. We we, own, we we have the biggest voices. We pay to go to school, man. We mm-hmm. pay to go here. Yeah. This is this is our place that we paid for. So for us having to pay for parking stickers and parking passes and things like that. Man, and having to move having when to football move games, when, yes, it makes man. no, no it sense. It makes no sense at all, man. And it's not fair to us, man. I mean, we have to walk. You got females and ladies walking all the way from C.C. Spalding to their dorms late at night. Just and because that's we not move. safe. And that's not safe at all. And and. Man, it's too much. It's too much that happens within Fayetteville Street in Durham for us to be doing things like that. It's like the university kind of doesn't care about us. Yeah, it, yeah, it does man. seem like that. And yeah. So we're trying to make sure that we get our students' voices heard, man. We're trying to have everybody, you know, everybody kind of join in on NAACP and be active because we can only do so much with these with these little uh, questionnaires that they send us in our email and yeah. things like that. They look at them, but they don't care about those for real. They want you to think that we're being heard. We're not going to be heard until we go make some noise ourselves, and not not rowdy, of course. You know, mm-hmm. the the correct way, but we protest for everything else. Let's protest for this. Let's yeah. protest for better housing, because this is our lives at the end of the day. That's what yeah. I want our students to understand. This is our livelihood. This is what we do every day. This is where we are every day when we're away from home, for sure. Mm-hmm. So, so when we when we here, we definitely want to be comfortable. We, we definitely want to feel like we're a part of this school, and the school okay. cares about us, and so. Man, the school just hasn't been caring a lot this year lately. So. Yeah, it does seem like that. Uh, they're really, really, even with the parking, it makes no yes, sense. Man, I know I'm terrible. a freshman. I just got here. But, like, it doesn't like before you got here, It man. doesn't make sense that, like, during football games, if you live in Austin and Chitley, that you have to move you your, have to car, move your car 
yeah. when you're paying for parking you're already. Paying for parking, you're paying for the housing, like everything. Everything that they tell you you can't do half the time, you've already paid for it, or you you're you cleared to do that already. You know. Um, another thing is with SGA, man. Like, yeah. I'm really I. We're trying to kind of integrate SGA, man. It's just like it's one sided, kind of. And the people that's in SGA aren't really represent SGA as well as hmm. they should be. Who you man. telling? Yeah, man. So it's just like if we trying to get away from that favoritism down there in SGA, it's a lot yeah. of it going on, man. Who and you telling? And it, and it's just not something that I'm thinking of. It's something that's been talked about on the whole campus. Something that everybody, you know, everybody's saying, but it's not trying to be vocal about it. So. Me, like I told you, I'm a realist. I'm always keep it a bank, man. Mm-hmm. You know, SGA has to really change because they're not doing nothing to help us on campus. They're being, they're, they haven't been vocal this year. Only people we hear about is, you know, Josiah and Armani. Yeah. And those, I love them to death. They yeah, know they're, they're doing, they, they do their job. Yeah, it's man. this, the, uh, well, Manuhe does his job too. Manuhe, yes. Manuhe does. Manuhe he's does over, try. He's over, he's over, he's over stomped a lot. Yeah. He's over stomped a lot and over, overlooked a lot. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they, uh, they take him being, you know, a nice guy or kind of passive. They take it as him. They take it as them being able to run over. Yeah, him. run over him, and, and you know, that's what. And yeah. I don't like that because Manuhe is my guy, man. We've been that's that's been my dude since like yep. freshman year, man. For real, like we, that's my dude, man. So when I see when I see people like that, you know, it makes me it makes you deter away from that program or that yeah. organization, man. Because it's a lot of drama that what? goes on with SGA, and they and I haven't seen one community outreach with <laughs> them yet. They haven't done nothing. For wait, the wait, 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 wait. They have because Miss Miss so- Josiah did well. Besides, you saying besides Josiah and Armani? Yeah, besides. Well, Miss Senior did do a, a STD or what's the name check uh, before before uh, I think last week. That was for campus, right? Yeah, it was campus. But man, that's what I'm saying. Oh, so you're talking about community yeah, wise. Oh, yeah, you are correct. SGA you are correct. Not, and that's why people don't kind of support Central like that. We got to learn to get out there within our community, within Durham. We might we might not be from here. We might not all live here, but at the same time, we got to learn to get out there and do things with our community and for our community, man. Like, I I have not seen SDA go out and do something to help the community yet this year. Yeah, at well, all. Uh, besides going to schools and besides stuff. Besides, yeah. yeah, but I mean. Even when they go to school, they've only I've only seen it one time, and I might be wrong, but I've only seen Josiah and Armani go to the, go to CC Spalding last week. Oh, so that's what I'm saying, man. It's just like it's it's a it's a winding road with them, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Everything goes in circles. Nothing really changes with them, and I'm kind of tired of it. That's why I went to the NAACP because I wanted to do something you that, you, that we can make a change. You know? What yeah. I'm saying? And so that's one thing that NAACP will be looking into is trying to. Trying to better SGA, you know, somehow, some way, whether we get our members on that board, whether we get our members to run as well, because nothing's going to change in this community or even on this campus if nobody's being vocal about it. Yeah. I, honestly, in my opinion, I feel like SGA, by half these problems that we have on campus, they should be the ones being vocal. But they should well, be the ones and it's the people, it's the it's the advisors that are in charge too, are yes, not sir. that not, are just this have the mindset of a child also. <laughs> just, just, I'm just saying so. It's it's the advisors, but like some like you said, some people who are on SGA. And, I, and you know, and I agree with that to an extent, but at the same time, I don't want to blame the advisors because these are grown. We all are grown. yeah, when but we, at the same time, you're supposed to guide them, and you're yeah. you're, you're supposed to guide them in yeah. the right direction. And like you said, they haven't done any community um, activities. And that's true. And Man, he is is, and the advisor is in, in charge of that. Yes, yes, yes to yes, make sure those are done, not That's just true. on campus. In the community, you're right. so you're right, man. I definitely I, and I I can agree with that definitely, man. And it just comes to a point where, if you're a student leader, 
forget, at that point forgetting advice. That's how I feel. Yeah. You know, Doctor Heath, he guides me well. And he's a very great person with guiding. But sometimes I learn that I have to, you know, I have to stand on my own two feet and do things that that need to be done for my organization as well as my community or my campus. You know what I'm saying? Regardless of if my advisor knows or agrees or not, you know what I'm saying? Some we're we're in that position. We're student leaders. So if we want to be student leaders, we need to we need to be more vocal and be more out there as far as within our community as well, because. Cause they the one, they are the ones who support us. They are the ones who give back to us. They are the ones who help us as well whenever we need jobs and things like that or internships. Yes. So we always want to keep that. I feel like we lost that connection between Durham and NCCU. It's the biggest. It's one of the biggest reasons that Duke runs in, uh, Durham. Durham County. County. Yeah. Yeah. Cause look, don't get me wrong. Durham is a predominantly black uh, city. Yeah. So for PWI to be running, to be running this city and <laughs> be running, you know what I'm saying? Durham, and a lot, a lot of, a lot of. People that look like you and me yeah. go to that those because because it's because of that. Yes, mm-hmm. yes, definitely, man. And this is like you know, we we want to get the same treatment. We we want to we want to get our community back. I don't know if you saw the homecoming. We were walking up that uh, up the street in that parade. Mm-hmm. Those it, it didn't get packed until we got right there near Checkers, man. Yes, and it man. was and that was so sad, mm-hmm. man. I was just like, because even at, even at Winston Salem State, I'm from Winston Salem, so yes. I've been to all the Winston Salem State homecoming parades. Man, that those those streets are packed the whole day. The whole day. So wow. for Fayetteville mm-hmm. Street to look like that for our homecoming parade, man, that was just hurtful. That that look, it looked terrible. It felt terrible, man. It was just like our community don't love us right now. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And so it's like, how do we, how do we build that connection back with our community? How do we build that connection back with everybody else? And it takes our students. You don't have to be in an organization. You don't have to be a student leader to you know voice your opinion. You gotta understand, as students, we have to stick behind each other. If we don't stick behind each other, yeah. then we're never gonna get nothing accomplished. If we want housing to change, then we gotta go together. Let's go talk to the, uh, the chancellor. You together yeah. as a whole mm-hmm. school. When you have about three, four hundred kids sitting outside of his office, I promise you, he's gonna step outside. He's gonna the step office outside his talk. office, yeah, because he got to. Because that's a that's something that they don't want to hit social media, man. And, and we yeah. ha- and we have an advantage. We have social media technology. We have power yeah. to make a change on campus. Not only that, in our community as well. If we don't like something going on in Durham, and we got to live here, then let's make a change. We have we have numbers, but if we don't know how to unite those numbers, then we'll never get anything accomplished or solved, man. It just makes us look like we're running in circles. And at the same time, we're paying for this education. Yes, it is not are. free. So, and, and we need to get what we pay for. Yes, and I agree with that, especially, man, especially for, like, out-of-state students. That's yes. what I feel for a lot, man, because y'all are paying so much money to come down here who to the school. Telling? And then y'all have all of this, you know, all of these stipulations mm-hmm. and things that you've already paid for, but they're making you, you know what I'm saying, pay you more. can't park right here. You, exactly. You can't mm-hmm. do this, you can't do that unless you pay more or unless you – Unless you have a certain type of status on campus, maybe you know what I'm saying. Yeah. And so it's just, it's just weird things like that, man. You know, you want to change it. You want to change the environment on campus, man. Let's get back to a real HBCU campus. Yep. Like, we we've turned into a, a, a modernized PWI HBCU campus. You that's, know what I'm saying. Whew. And that's you, just, that's just being that's real. being real. Yeah, it's very very true. The biggest thing about HBU, HBCUs is that man, black people support black people. Yeah. We're supposed to support our own. Yeah. And that's not happening at all. And it's I guess it may be the inner. The, the intergenerational connection, man, it's not there, you know what I'm saying, but between us and the older folks and the advisors and things. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, they're supposed to be there for us, man. So when we and if they want us to, you know, show up and show out for our campus and our school and our yeah. community, then we need help from them as well. Because yeah. isn't it, yes, it does take all of us students, but it takes some of our advisors and some of our campus people to help us as well, man, because 
like I said, this is this is a marathon. It's not no race. Yes, you know what just I'm saying. Quoting, quoting the great yes. Nipsey Hussle. Nipsey Hussle. Yeah, that's the one, man. Man, it's a marathon, not a race. So if we can, if we can bond together, man, and, and get this thing handled and, and come together in the long run, mm-hmm. that's what's gonna help us, man. For real, that's what's gonna help us get what we want. You know, solve get get issues out the way. You know, help us turn it back into a a good campus, a campus that everybody wants to come to. You know what I'm uh-huh. saying? If, if, if another thing with me is uh, with NAACP is we're trying to kind of kind of get you know Fayetteville Street back together. You know what I'm yeah. saying? That makes sense, mm-hmm. man. First thing you hear about when I told people I wanted to come to Central, what you know what that's it? That's in the hood. You know what Fayetteville? That, that's Street? what I was told. That's man, what I was told. Exactly, man. When you walk up and down Fayetteville Street, it's like, what do you see Central wise? What do you see that? What do you see that they like Central or that Central? You know, is supporting yeah. them. So nobody's gonna support us if we're not supporting them, of Each course. Other, yeah. And so why not go back and support our community? Like it's a red right down the street on Fayetteville Street. Let's mm-hmm. go up there, have host an event up there, have kids come up there because you know that's a neighborhood. Yeah. Let's have those kids come up there, you know, they might not have nothing to do. They might not they might need somebody to talk to. True. You never know. So let's go up there, host an event, do something fun for them. True. And you know, let's let that get get vocalized to mm-hmm. everybody else in the community. They're like, Wow, Central doing this, Central doing that. Well we need to be a part of the next one they have. Yeah. And then next thing you know we got numbers. Now we're building their now we're building a community. Not only that, we're building help. We're building a foundation. That mm-hmm. way, when we need things, sometimes we can reach out to our community and let them know, like, we got this going on on campus. Ain't nothing going to change. I mean, you saw Howard, of course. Howard has had big changes since. Yes, since they have. Their housing Bec- yeah, they have. But they also have funding. They that's, do. That's another thing. They do. But Howard, Howard has more funding than the NCCU because it's one of the top ten, well, mm-hmm. top five HBCUs in the, in the nation. That's true. But it, and it also got some attention from... Kamala Harris being a, a, oh, yeah. a, a alumni. Yeah, Taraji so, P. Henson. Yeah. Uh, you got a lot of celebrities that, 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 that P. Diddy? Well, he got an yeah. honorary degree, so that doesn't count. Yeah, but. so, you know, a lot, but a lot of them, you know what I'm saying, that, that, that's their that's their school. So a lot of celebrities come from Howard. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, you know, we got a lot of celebrities that come from Central. We just don't know it. We just, you know, we just don't pay no attention. And they probably don't want to give back because, you know, like I said, it's how you treat your students while they're there. Yeah. Because you can't expect nobody, once they get their degree, and you know, doing great things to come true. back and give back. That to is true. If you didn't treat them right yep. when they were at that school, and, and, and I, I, I want to quote Josiah Russell what he told me. He said, "Once you like, if you become successful, give back to your school. Yes, man. Give back, give back because the school needs it. The school it, needs the it. The school needs not it. just it, the school, but the but the, the community. The community. Yes. Young, the young. I ain't gonna say young kids, but the young, the young men and women. They yeah. need that. You know what I'm saying? So for them to be successful, just mm-hmm. like you may need it." We may have needed this or that to be yeah. successful. You know what I'm saying? So that's that's a huge thing. And, and um, and I remember last week you weren't there, but Tuesday's talk in the in the men's oh, achievement yeah. center. Oh, yeah. Uh, our, our, our one of the advisors in there, uh, uh, Mr. Spooner, he was he was saying that J- congratulations, Mr. Spooner. Yeah, he just yeah. got his master's. He just got his master's. Yes, congratulations, uh, Jalen Spooner. He he was saying that like, um, one of the, one of the people in the back were saying that. Uh, after you graduate, they send you a, like a survey to, mm-hmm. to, to see if you want to donate. He was asking, would you donate? And a lot of people were saying no because what did you guys do for me? Exactly. But he made a point is why not make it, why not donate so the people, the people behind you can, who, have can have a better experience. Yes, sir. And that opened up my eyes. It's like, and I agree with wow. Because a yes. lot of us, we have we have stubborn mindsets. Let me say that. We have a lot of stubborn mindsets. Mm-hmm. And Jay Spoon, man, him and Dr. Heave, I can't get them their flowers enough, man. They didn't really help me. Miss Troy, too. Mind. Yes, Miss Troy. Troy. Yeah, yeah. Miss Troy. Definitely Miss Troy. But all three of them, man. Like, those advisors in the mat, 
you know, especially for a woman like Miss Choi, you know, yeah. she have to be around those guys all the time and be able to still lead us, man. It, it speaks volumes. Yeah, man. it speaks volumes because they open our minds to where we're not stubborn and we're not blindsided to just one point of view. Yeah, we're here to see everything, all of the aspects, and True. you know, be able to help. Like I said, man, change. You know, help things, help help open others' minds because you know you never know who that person that you're. That's your mentor. You yes. Yeah. And they might they might look up to you. You don't know it. You could you right. could change your life. And just by it, a couple words. Yeah. Man. Just by it, a couple. And that's words. what do- Dr. Heath, Miss Mr. Spooner, and Miss Troy have been doing. Yeah. Ever since I've been joining the Mac, and I just joined. And, like, the, and to be honest, man, I'm like I'm I'm so hurt that doc, that Doc is leaving, man. It really hurts yeah. me, man, because. He's done so much, especially for student affairs. Yeah, for everything. The MAC has been the most active organization on campus yeah. for years. Undisputed. We de- undisputed. Thank you, man. Like they do everything on campus, and you know, I just felt like, man, I just felt like we need we need more people like him, man. You know, Central Central don't know how to keep people like that. They that don't is know true. To, they don't know how to keep. They people love being in cheap. Doors. Yeah, they yeah. love being cheap, and, and the advisors we got now, that's that was the realest, best advisors yep. we got that actually cared about the students. Yeah, I can't tell you no other advisor who I who I made a connection with, like Dr. Heath. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I have made connections with other advisors, but they don't reach out to me like Dr. Heath do. They don't they don't just check on me. They don't uh, just make sure you know. Yeah. Like, hey man, you need you want this opportunity here or you want yeah. this and that? They don't mm-hmm. they don't do that. They they worry about more so their check and coming here to make sure that their program or their organization runs yep. right. Doc, Doc cared about Doc cared about everything and more. Let me say that he cared about everything and more. Yeah. He cared about. Making sure you were good, he made sure the mat was good. He wanted to make sure Central was okay. Yes. He wanted to make sure as an student, alumni, yeah. Yes, as an alumni, he cared about his school. He gave back, and we don't think a lot of people on this campus gave Doc his flowers. You know, a, a lot of people overlooked him. Yeah, a lot of people did him dirty, man. But that was man. That's probably the realest, the best person that they've ever had come through Central's doors. Yeah, and you know, for them to have lost him like that, man, like I feel bad for Central, man, because you don't. Um, he 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 got a lot of people to come to this school, whether they see he it or did. not. He had a lot of, a lot of opportunities for the school as well. Sure did. Any anybody I met, especially when I went on, on a fellowship one time, mm-hmm. man, I was all, it was in Greensboro, man. And they were like, "You want you go to Central, man? Do you know uh, Doctor He? Doctor He, man? We love what he doing with with the men's achievements, and we love what he yeah. Does. He's got Doctor He has got so many people wanting to implement our program onto their campus, yes, or onto or, or in their state." You know what I'm saying? And so even even when remember when we went to the movies uh, to see Black Panther, yes, man. The, uh, another guy who was over our program who, when we went, he yes, was saying Mr. like Thomas, that's yes. over my fellowship yeah, as well. He man. was he was like saying, I'm like, I'm so amazed of what you're doing. He was yes, basically giving after he's his, fo- his, his flowers, flowers, man. And for him to, you know, essential to let him just go just, just let like him that. Go just like that, man. They let it, him they let a good man like that walk just to be cheap. That's yeah. what and that's the that's the story of Central. Yeah. You know, Central likes being cheap, Central mm-hmm. likes to save their money. And that's okay. Yeah. To a point, because that's black people, man. Yeah, black, any black true. person you beat is gonna love that coupon. <laughs> they gonna love to <laughs> the, save their money. True. That's but at true. the same time, man, when it's worth it, when it's worth it, you'll invest You're in investing. You know what I'm saying? In it and I feel like Central missed out on a huge investment, you know what I'm saying, to yeah. kinda excel their university. And so that's fine, man. You know, Doc still has his opportunities. That's one of the great, like I said, man, the greatest man yeah. that I've seen come and do this, man. Because, like I said, if you know his story, if you know that man Doc's story, man, I feel like a lot of people, if y'all go look that man up and go look, he has a documentary on him. Please go look at it. That man, he he speaks volumes, man. Yeah. Like, if you know his story, you'll understand why he's so inspirational and why so many people look up to him. Man. Man, my goal is just for just to kind of carry on his legacy uh, uh, through the mat, through anything that I do. Yeah. Just because, man, like 
he gave me a different mindset. He opened my mind up to help others. You know, what yeah. I'm saying? That's a man who's nowhere near selfish at all. No. He's done for others more than he probably has for his family. That's yeah. what I'm saying, man. So, man, he he really gave me he gave me the keys, man, to kind of keep pushing and keep keep that legacy alive, man. And so I definitely will. I def that's my goal with NAACP, man, is to kind of keep giving back and keep giving people their flowers, also to help others, man. Because if you're not helping that next person, then you might not get help from the person in front of you mm. as well. You know what I'm saying? True. So. Sometimes we all need to lend a hand. Sometimes we all need others to lean on, a shoulder to lean on, man. That's my biggest thing. So with NAACP, man, I'm the uh, I'm the criminal justice chair, man. So okay. I focus on a lot of stuff like that. I want to keep our people out of the system. Man, I want to keep our people away from away from all the bad in life because, again, it's not set up for us to win. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Dr. He taught me that, man. It's not set up for us to win. So if you want to win, if you if you want to go out there and do the same thing as this as this Caucasian male or yeah. this Caucasian female, then we gotta just be able to to do things. We gotta progress. Basically, mm-hmm. we gotta we have to progress as ourselves, man, and just make ourselves the best we can. Because man, it's always gonna be tough. It's all the world's always gonna be against us just because yeah. of our one little skin color, man. Mm-hmm. And like my mama told me when I was young, man, you got three strikes against you. You're black. Man, educated. you're young and you're thank you. Mm-hmm. You're educated, so you know what I'm saying. It's just like I I took that, I, I listened to it, and I and I ran with that because she wasn't nowhere near wrong. So it's just like you know how much racism we probably didn't face outside of this school. Oh yes, think so about it. As soon as I moved to North Carolina, I uh, uh yes, yeah, so, I had some racism against me and my family, and there's still some racism that goes on on this campus. That's what's crazy. Yeah, we go to HBCU and it's racism, even though we might not see it as that. Black people can be black people. Can't black people can be racist to black people, and that's the that I feel like everybody needs to hear that and, and understand that, man. Because when when you're not being heard or you're not being treated well at your at your school at at a school that supports you that's made just for you, yep. Then yeah, man, you gotta think that's that's it's racism, man. Poli- it's, it feels like it's politics playing into it, of course, like always. Yeah. Man. But just, no, you. But you're speaking the truth. Yeah, man. And I want to um, just before you, I let you go, Devin, um, Devin Campbell. I mean, excuse me, not Devin Campbell. Devin Freeman. Devin Freeman. My dog. He was he. Uh, he's in the in the um, NAACP. He was yes, talking to me yesterday. Uh, he he wanted to come on, but he has class. Gotcha, um, so he was saying that it's going to be a town hall next semester. Yes, sir. Uh, about the housing. Can yes, sir. Can you tell people how? Because I know it's that's open to the the, the public. Yes, correct? it is open to the public. So, so how how do people know about it and like go so they can hear, make sure their voices is heard? So NAACP and you can follow us on Instagram at end uh end NCCU NAACP. And we will be posting updates about our town hall meeting as well. Uh, I will send it out to um, as a lot of o- other organizations on campus as well. Okay. Just to make sure that they're promoting it as well. So that way all students will be able to get it. Um, also, we'll be making flyers. If you come to the student center, you okay. will see flyers posted on where to be at and what time is happening. And, you know, everything that we're going to be kind of discussing as all well, right. man. So there will, like I said, we will make a post on Instagram. Please look out for it. Perfect. Again, NAACP and CCU. Okay. And so what we're going to do is we're just going to try to keep promoting and promoting. We'll have a date set, a time, location, everything for them, for everybody to just come and have their have their voices to be heard because this is a very important meeting. All right. And it's important for all of us to, you know, it's important for all of us to to be there and to voice what we what our complaints, what we have going on, mm-hmm. and what we would like to see changed as well because, again, it's our campus. It's what yep. we paid for. It's our education. And True. it's something. 
it's something it's our community as well so it's something that we definitely need to get handled definitely need to take care of and definitely need to make change for so as long as we got those numbers man it's gonna make it's gonna make a whole big difference i promise you man uh cb on kelly 30 minute interview but it, it was it, i'm not gonna call it an interview 30 minute reasonable Reliable conversation. Yes, sir. It was yes, a sir. great conversation, and I appreciate you for coming on the show. Oh yeah, man. Uh, thank you so much. You know, man, I appreciate you having me, man. No really. problem. You're welcome back definitely anytime. Got, definitely got to come back. Yes, it was definitely, a great conversation. Man, we, got some more, we got some more topics. To come yes, to we do. You know All right, that. up next here's uh, we got more, much more, and more uh, hot topics. But first, here's Nova Kane, Frank Ocean, NCCU Audio Net.
Your life down, 
just believe, yeah, cause you said it to me, I heard you loud and clear, I know I'll make it, yeah, yeah. I know we gon' make it, yeah, we gon' make it, I'll make it anywhere, yeah, we'll make it anywhere, well. and as long as I got you, I'ma tell the world about you, I'll make it anywhere, I said I know we gon' Josiah Russell, make it NCCU Audio Net. Uh, our very own Josiah Russell. Uh, that's the our NC, Mr. NCCU uh, that me and Mr. Sabian uh, Kelly was talking about. Uh, that was a, one of the best interviews I have done on the show. Uh, not interview. I'm gonna call it a conversation. The best conversation. It was 30 minutes, but it was. It, if you guys missed it, you missed a good conversation. But don't worry, I got you covered. I'm gonna upload it to my Instagram at Shemai Cook TV, and so um and on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and much much more. Uh, up next, we're gonna have some more music from Brett Brett Fires, uh, Mary J. Blige, Neo, Beyonce. And topics-wise, I'm going to give you a recap of the NCCU uh, Eagles defeating the Tennessee Tech's Golden Eagles in a close game this past weekend. Uh, but that's next after these messages. Green light. Hey, girl. School zone. I'm getting hungry. Car changing lanes. You want to meet me for pizza? Stop sign. Intersection clear. Yeah. Street. Pizza sounds good. Ball in street? Girl in street! <gasps> it's hard to concentrate on two things at once like texting and driving. Stop the text, stop the wrecks. How will you stop texting and driving? Tell us at stoptextstoprex.org. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. And AudioNet, Channel 9. Well, I finally did it. My student loan is totally paid off. What? What about our plan to win the lottery and start living? You know, travel the world on matching yachts, wear enough jewelry to require a bodyguard, vacation on the French Riviera, and then buy it. You know we're never going to win the lottery, right? When it comes to financial stability, don't get left behind. Get tools and tips for saving at feedthepig.org. This message brought to you by the American Institute of CPAs and the Ad Council. And AudioNet, Channel 9. When I grow up, I want to be a new pair of blue jeans. When I grow up, I want to be a kid's first computer. I want to be, I wanna be day. a football I want to be a bike that races around the country. I want to be a bench on a forest trail. When I grow up, I don't want to be a piece of garbage. And if you recycle me, I won't be. Give your garbage another life. Recycle. Learn how at IWantToBeRecycled.org. Brought to you by Keep America Beautiful and the Ad Council. And AudioNet Channel 9. Today might be the day I drop out of school but you might be able to stop me. With United Way, you could tutor me, be my mentor, 
or volunteer to just read with me. There are tons of ways people like you can help kids like me stay in school. Make me a success, not a statistic. Take the pledge to volunteer now at unitedway.org. Brought to you by United Way and the Ad Council. An audio net, Channel 9. Hi, I'm LeVar Burton, and I'm proud to be a book person. How do I choose a book? Sometimes it's the cover, sometimes it's the title. I guess I'm pretty visual. If a book's really impressing me and the writing is really good, I will peek and see what the last paragraph is because the endings of books should rock you. I am a book person, and if you're a book person too, read to a child and spark a lifetime of ambition. Join me at bookpeopleunite.org because reading is fundamental. A public service announcement brought to you by Reading is Fundamental, Library of Congress, and the Ad Council. And AudioNet, Channel 9. Hey, Kenny, open up. I know you're I in there. I can take care of myself. I can make a peanut butter sandwich. I can brush my teeth and I can give myself a bath. I can walk home alone from school. I can pick dinner from the trash behind the deli. I can watch the baby for the whole weekend. I can keep a baseball bat by my bed just in case there's trouble. Don't worry about me. I can take care of myself. If you're in jail, who'll be there to take care of your family? Something to think about before committing a gun crime. Gun crimes hit home. This message brought to you by Project Safe Neighborhoods and the Ad Council. And AudioNet, Campus Access Radio. Want to influence the kids in your community? Be a coach, a mentor, a volunteer, because you have something to offer. Log on to HelpYourCommunity.org and help kids stay off drugs. Brought to you by the Office of National Drug Control Policy and the Ad Council. And AudioNet, Campus Access Radio. Yeah, man. Yo, yo, man, hold on, hold on, hold on, man. Y'all got to turn them radios up. Y'all got to turn them up. Turn them radios up. This is... We're back. NCCU Audio Net 919-530-7449. Uh, up next, we got Brett Files right here on All Mine, but I'm going to tell you my opinion and my analysis of the NCCU taking on Tennessee Tech. But first, All Mine, Brett Files. NCCU Audio Net. It's a Tuesday. Drunk enough, you'll come around if I don't do too much. We had our downs, but we had way more ups. Let's make love. That be the reason that you always hit me up. I swear, you like the way I cause I get rough. You told me your new man don't make you. That's a shame. You come here, I knock you out the frame. Remember that last time I made you miss your plane. Remember that last time I wet you down with champagne? Remember that? And I know I've been the worst, but I love you better if you let me. Let's catch a flight, change the weather, and I promise forever.
Brett Fires, all mine, NCCU audio on that. Let's get into this great this game that happened this past weekend. This past weekend, the NCCU Eagles defeated the Tennessee Tech Golden Eagles in a close 22-20 win. NCCU quarterback Davies Richard was 32 of 48 with 313 yards, passing yards, and two touchdowns. But Eagles kicker Adrian Olivo Kick the game-winning field goal from 36 yards out. Coach Trey Oliver, uh, uh, with, 30, with 36 yards out and two seconds to spare. Coach Trey Oliver, how do you feel about this win? Yeah, we got a great group of guys here, man. I, I can't say enough about them, but um, it was it, we were fortunate to get out of there with a win. Um, we left, I believe, 12 or 13 guys at home due to illness, and, and I think we had six starters on the offensive side of the ball out. Uh, so so uh, I thought defensively, I thought we played really well the first half of the game, and then um, offense, you know, hit a few plays, but uh, offensively, we missed quite a few. We, we've hit a lot of those plays that we missed all year long, and uh, Pee Wee wasn't quite on, wasn't as sharp as he had been throughout the season. Uh, but uh, overall, I thought we played um, – Solid, solid performance in all three phases. I think we we won the kicking game, which which obviously helped uh, win the game. But um, you know the guys are, are a tough group, gritty, relentless, and um, I can't say enough about them. No, you can't. You, you can't. It, that those guys went back to back to pound for pound for this game. Now, here's what the kicker Adrian Oladavo said about his. Reaction to kicking the game-winning uh, field goal. Um, so when I seen that they scored, uh, like I knew uh, because um, how good our offense has been in uh, two-minute drives recently, I I figured Pee Wee was gonna find a receiver or Mookie would have scored or someone on on the offensive side would have scored, and uh, I was just getting ready, preparing just in case I had to go out for an extra point, but. Um, I knew it was it was getting real when I seen uh, 15 seconds and uh, we only had one timeout left, 
And then I seen that we didn't have a timeout left anymore. And then uh, Pee Wee spikes the ball. And I was like, okay, now it's time uh, to get this opportunity and make the kick. I knew I had um, I had the whole team behind me. Uh, we go off of um, our standard is uh, belief. And I knew that everyone believed in, in me and what I can do. And I knew from the get-go that after making the second field goal in the game, it was, uh, was going to be a great day. It was a good day. It was a good day, and he saved the Eagles. And and uh, it was it, the Eagles. They uh, it was a big passing game for the Eagles. Now, Central did allow Tennessee Tech to rush for over two hundred yards, and Tennessee Tech held Central to only fifty eight yard rushing yards. So, um, now they're folk. Now that we were done with the regular season, we're fo- focusing on the the celebration bowl. Uh and Jackson State is the potential opponent for the celebration bowl for NCCU and um they they uh coach Trey Oliver said uh yesterday that he's been looking at film from all over the the swag uh so it, it it's something to to look at, but now Central showed that they can win win games no matter what, because it was the weather was Tennessee it was thirty three degrees uh I was told, and it, it was it was something to it was something special and I it showed that this team can go win games on the road in other conditions through adversity. And it showed that this team is something special. And we love that here at NCCU. They show their eagle pride is always amplified. All right, coming up, we're going to have much more. uh, Matter of fact, do we have to go to commercial break? We do not have to go to commercial break. Thank you. Thank you. All right, we're going to go to um, our men's basketball. Sunday, the NCCU men's uh, basketball team took on the Montreal Cavaliers in eight. 86 to 70 win. Eagles guard Eric Boone put up a, some great numbers with 16 points, seven rebounds, and nine assists. Here's what he said after the game: The team you guys shot almost nearly 60 percent from the field. Do you do you sometimes tend to see when your team are getting bad shots, and do you kind of tell them to calm down and maybe get a better shot, or does that just go in the flow of the game? Uh, yeah, I always tell them to get better shots. I feel like we move the ball, we can always get a better shot than what we had before. If we talk about a backcourt duo here with you and Justin Wright, can you talk about the chemistry you guys have? Uh, it's our second year together. I feel like we talk every night on the phone about the game, and we just have good chemistry. I wish we could be here longer, you know. Can you just talk about what the difference is at playing home in a way? Uh, the crowd, man, the fans. It's hard to win on the road when you ain't got nobody cheering for you. That's just tough. So when we here in McDougal, I feel like we could beat anybody. Yeah, you can. You can. They're, they're so far they're undefeated at home and not um they have lost every road game thus far. Now um that was um NCCU Sports Network reporter Caleb Bell um interviewing him. Now here's coach head coach uh Lavelle Moton on how he was not happy about this win um after the game talking to me. Here is Coach Lavelle Moton. Anytime you get a win, it's good, but I'm definitely not pleased with our effort, our execution, our defense, our mental approach to it. Um, the guys just really 
were disappointing in terms of their mental effort in understanding assignments. We don't have young kids. We have guys that's been in college for a while. So we always talk about respecting our opponent and not looking down on anyone. And we just didn't follow scouting reports. We gave them more and more confidence. And they're really good players. Hats off to Montreat and their coach. They came in and they competed at the highest level possible and really put some pressure on us. Yeah, they did. They did. Montreat shot <laughs> how many percent from the from three-point range? They shot 40, was it 47% from three-point range? And only NCCU uh, shot less than 20% from three-point range. Oh, yeah, they shot 40, 45.8% from three-point range. And NCCU only shot 27.3% from three-point range. Yeah, they were shooting. Shooting. It was one player. It was number five, uh, Jamin Wright. Yeah, Jimmy Wright on Montreat shot three threes back to back. I was calling the game. He shot three threes back to back from the same spot, and Coach Lavelle called timeout immediately. And he was not even the game. He wasn't even a starter. And oh, he was a sorry. Excuse me. He is a starter. He was shooting the ball like he was Stephen Curry. He shot from the volleyball line. That's how far he shot the foot, the basketball. It was nothing but net, and Coach LaBelle was not not too happy about that even after the game. Um, as you heard in the sound, but <clears throat> in the end, they still won. But in Montreal is not really a big school, and they're making they made a central run for their money. Uh, so it was a good game to me. It was back and forth. I love calling that game. I was with. Um, uh, up up in the booth with Rob, uh, calling the game, color commentating for um NCC, NCCU Sports Network, and it was it was a game to game to uh to remember, game to uh look at and see this this team needs to work on protecting the wing, protecting uh stopping perimeter shooting like that and making perimeter shots and also making three throws. Free, free throws are going to the charity line. It's, not, it's the easy bucket, and that can make or break a game. <clears throat> Excuse me. That can make or break a game, a game in the game of basketball. So it's it's something to look at, uh, and that's something I'm very, very concerned about this team, but it's okay. It's all right. It's, it's, only, it's only we're here to get better here at NCCU. All right? Com- coming up. We have um, Larza Pippen is a uh, broker silence uh, about dating Michael Jordan's son, uh, <laughs> breaking Michael Jordan's son, uh, Marcus. And B. Simone says she doesn't shower. So fans reacted to that. Uh, <laughs> and I got so much, so much more topics. Um, it's a Tuesday. What's hot? 919-530-7449. Here's Drake. Hold on. We're coming home. NCC, you all in it. I got my eyes on you. You're everything that I see. I won't show high love and emotion. Endlessly. I can't get over you. You left your mark on me. I won't show high love and emotion. Endlessly. Cause you're a good girl and you know it. You act so different Girl, and you know it. I know exactly. 
exactly who you could be. So just hold on, we're going home. Just hold on, we're going home. It's hard to do these things alone. Just hold on. Right, it's time for coming in hot. My favorite segment. I'm gonna tell you the all the dirty news in the, the world of not pop culture. Do we have my notes? We do not. All right, let me get into this. I'm just, oh yes, we do. All right, Larza Pippen is breaking her silence about dating Marcus Jordan following an encounter with a man called where a man called her out during an L.A. Rams football game. Larza responded to the comment, um, the comment, uh, commentator via the Shade Room IG page. She, um, she said she met Marcus three years ago and never knew him and his family. As we all know, Marcus, Marcus' father is the legendary basketball player, the GOAT, Michael Jordan. Uh, he played alongside Lars's ex-husband, uh, Scottie Pippen, on the Chicago Bulls. The former basketball uh, wife also stated, quote, I was 21 years old and, and in college when Scottie played that one year with Mike with MJ. And we weren't friends with them like everyone thinks. Now, here's the sound that Liza, uh, I mean, not, not Liza, Larza was reacting to here here it is hey Laura that's what you did you went to play next year you a bad man you cold as a mother yeah Larsa Larsa Pippen uh did that first of all that that fan had no business doing that he maniac maniac and he got what he wanted wanted his two seconds of fame on on the shade room Okay, 
first of all. Number one, they're both adults. It doesn't matter. Now, do I think Larza was doing that to be petty? Yes. And I like it. I'm here for it. Uh, but is it a big deal? No, they're they're grown adults. Like, leave them alone. If she wants to date younger men and he wants to date an older woman, let him do. Let him be. It's just that simple. Uh, okay. Um, now, Larza, I feel like deep down in her mind, she is being a little petty. A little petty to uh, Scotty because why do you still have his last name? Why are you still using his last name? That's number one. Cause you, that's your ex-husband. You're still using his last name. That's number one. Number two, Michael doesn't care. Michael Jordan doesn't care that he's, I think Michael actually does care and is doing it to be pun- to be funny because Michael Jordan is, is a little petty. If you watch the, the, the Last Dance documentary, he is very petty. But in the end, you know, <laughs> if you pay attention to sports and stuff, um, <clears throat> Michael and Scotty don't have the best relationship. So, either way, I I really don't care. It's this. It's just you know, it's just like that. All right, all right. Let's get into B Simone. B Simone uh, on her, in a recent episode of her podcast with Megan Brooks opened up about not showering every day and somehow that broke the internet uh here's what she said i don't shower every day i don't think a lot of women shower every day is that nasty mm-hmm. is that a normal <laughs> thing for women though right it's like, at least like two days out of the week i don't know what i'm saying like you you can you can miss two days i mean yeah like if it's max. a monday yeah i'm not going not out, three four days yeah, unless yeah. i'm like thugging it you'll, you'll take like, a shower on wednesday but what were you thugging it like if you take a shower on monday when's the next time you're taking a shower wednesday at least by no thursday morning so two full days so three monday days. tuesday Oh, Wednesday. That was a Wednesday. But well, I mean, a Thursday probably has happened. Like Monday morning, then Wednesday afternoon. Yeah. I'm like, like if we're super busy, I'd rather sleep than shower. That's disgusting. That's disgusting. But after a reaction from fans on social media uh, who had the same reaction I had, she finally took a shower. Take a listen. Damn. Okay, here. Shit. Y'all stressing my ass out. And watch the hair. That's listen. It, first of all, first of all, you're supposed to shower every day. I don't know what, why, why, and this is this, in this. You know what this sounds like? Rich people problems. Cause no, no normal person, civilized person, is gonna say I don't shower every day. Okay. This, this, and I, I remember what was the little while ago. I think it was earlier in the year. Ashton Kusher and. Kristen Bell and all these, I think Tom Cruise and all these other celebrities came out and say, oh, I don't shower every day. That's disgusting. That's just nasty. You are nasty people walking around. All First of all, you're supposed to take a shower twice a day, once in the morning and once, once in, in, in another one at night. I, wa- I take a shower in the morning to wake myself up, okay? Then I take another one at, at the end of the day. To wash up all of the day, cause you, first of all you sweat when you sleep, so that's why you take a shower. It, it doesn't matter if you like it, it. It's it's science. It's proven. People sweat, sweat when they sleep, no matter what. Now, it, in the end, <laughs> I, I just don't understand why this is rich people problems. In the end, oh well, it, it made fans go crazy, and yeah, like that. And I guess be someone doesn't shower. So, uh, yeah, that's that. All right, our final one, our final coming in hot. A recent 
uh, Florida A&M University graduate uh, will receive her master's degree after it was on hold following a nude viral photo taken on campus. If you recall, uh, Tariq uh, uh, Williams was ver- went viral in July after sharing her indecent graduation photos posing in front of the Rado statue uh, on FSU's campus wearing heels and a Menusha cap. The photo sparked outrage in the institution. Uh, in the institution held Tarika's degree while an uh, investigation was underway. According to NBC Miami, Tarika uh, appeared bef- before a university board uh, in September to state her case. And recently, uh, um, FAMU ruled in her favor. The <laughs> uh, the inspired rapper, the inspiring rapper, hear that, folks, is waiting uh, on the degree to uh, arrive so she can present it to potential counseling firm. I uh, she said, "quote I feel amazing." enjoyed and enjoyed uh she said friday listen this girl she's not i don't understand she just wants attention her her five seconds of fame it it it, it felt it fed her ego she needs to sit down somewhere she's not gonna get a job anywhere i don't know why she's trying to get a job no one no one's gonna take her seriously after you went viral like that posing in front of the uh hbc and you went to hbcu and you're posing like that Listen, I, I get you. You did go to get your education. I appreciate that. But you ruined it by doing some, something something so stupid like that. Exposing yourself. You, have you no decency to your body? Come on, man. It, it, and she expect, and she's still getting attention going to the media and stuff. Oh, my God. People would do anything for attention. And like like I said in the intro, she's a rap, she wants to be the – she's an aspiring rapper. She has a song out. It's really horrible. And, and – <laughs> I don't know. I mean, everybody would do anything for attention nowadays, and that's annoying. And I can't stand that. I cannot stand what people would do for attention. Point blank, simple. All right. Oh my goodness. I am so I am so done with people's attention. All right. That was coming in hot. Coming up, we're gonna have some much more uh, show for you. Uh, I'm gonna give you uh, my quote of the day, and I'm going to tell you my uh, what I'm gonna do over Thanksgiving break. Because this is our last show of 2022. So I'm going to tell you what I'm going to do and uh, give you a highlight of how the show has gone in 2020 and 2022 into 2023. But first, here's Keisha Cole. Love. NCCU Audio Net.
Love, Keisha Cole, NCCU Audio Net. It's time for my quote of the day. Okay, here we go. You will face many defeats in life, but never let yourself be defeated. Hey, you know who said that? The great, late Maya Angelou. Let me repeat that. You will face many defeats in life. But never let yourself be defeated. I want to thank everybody for listening on today's show and uh, here in 2022. Oh, my goodness. 11 episodes, 2022. My own radio show, two-hour radio show as a freshman. Uh, what what a year 2022 has presented. What a semester. Oh, here at NCCU. Uh, I appreciate all from f- appreciate everybody for giving me this opportunity here in, in 2022 from Miss DL Underdue uh, back in the control room, and uh, from everybody here at WNCU and Miss uh, Miss Miss Lakeisha and Al, Miss Samantha, Mackenzie. Uh, we appreciate you. Uh, so here. Audio net. Uh, so I appreciate you guys so much. That was a little <laughs> miscommunication there. Uh, but in in the end, I appreciate everybody for listening. Miss Miss DL, Miss Miss uh Miss Lakeisha, Al, uh, Miss Brown, and so much, so much more. Um, see you guys next year in twenty twenty three. Oh my goodness, that's that's crazy. I can I can't even like gather that the the year is almost over. Yeah, we're off. We we are off for a whole month. So I'm going to take some. Well, I'm still going to be working, but I'm going to take some rest, some some rest from the show. So <laughs> so I appreciate you guys all for so much for your support. If you're listening live on NCCU. AudioNet.org or Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I appreciate all the love, all the hate. I appreciate that. And I want to appreciate my guests for coming on the show, Mr. Sabian Kelly, uh, Mr. NAACP. Great interview, and I appreciate his love and support here on the show. All right, that does it for me. See you guys in 2023. How about that? That, that rhymed. Um, here's Takeoff and Quavo Hotel Lobby. Magnums, while I jig a bag something. Watch the platinum, got jet lag from. Flights back and forth, pop corks are the best scrapes. Make the best CDs and the best tapes. Don't forget the vinyl. Take girls, break spinals. Biggie B, Richie like Lionel. You seen the Jesus, dip the H classes. Ice project off light, shit flashes. Blind and broke. Even got rocks and beard mustaches, rock top fashions. Ain't no change, except the number after the dot on the range. Wait, look at me now, kinda strange. I hate y'all too, rather be in Caribbean sand to Rachel. It's unreal, out the blue, Frank White got sex appeal. 